0: Hello, and you are listening to Beyond the Briefcase, a law school podcast with Sarah and Meg. Listeners, we are so excited and happy and grateful for you to be tuning into our inaugural episode, our very first one. Sarah, why don't you tell us a little bit about what our listeners can expect? Of course. So
1: in this podcast, what we're going to focus on is everything about the law and, of course, law school and especially the experience. So as we learn, as we're going through our courses, as we're completing our program, we want to take you along with
0: us and share what we've learned with you. Yes. So what you can expect are topic focus series. So, for instance, how to get into law school, the LSAT, different courses you might expect at law school. Uh, we hope to do maybe some regular short segments. We hope to do some deep dives. We hope to bring in tons of guests. That is something we're really going to try to prioritize.
1: Exactly, and actually, when it comes to guests, we have a few lined up, so we're really excited to be bringing uh, bringing them in for interviews, for those episodes, and the guests are going to be widespread, so we're going to have peers, mentors, teachers, a lot of the times experienced lawyers as well, and what we hope that you get out of it is that you learn about maybe some niche areas of law, some niche practice areas, and what it actually is like to work as a lawyer, so on a day-to-day, what do they do? Because a lot of the times we have maybe this idealized idea of what goes on. Suits. Yes, suits exactly. Partner track, all of those new Netflix shows that are very good, definitely. But they don't necessarily showcase what it actually is like to be practicing on a day-to-day. So we hope that our guests are going to be able to enlighten you on that and maybe even make you want to join a, a field of law that you had never thought of.
0: That is put so beautifully. Uh, Because we're hopeful lawyers, uh, let's do a couple of ifs, buts, and ands. Let's do a couple of disclaimers. So, you know, while we're recording this, actually, the two of us um, have not even started law school. But even when we do, even when we do, we are by no means experts. All of our discussions, all of them are for entertainment purposes only. They are subjective. They are based on our personal experiences and encounters. Um, we're we're having a fun. We're having a great time. Um, but yes, nothing too serious.
1: Exactly. And also just important to note, um, we will be giving you guys an introduction and you'll be able to learn where we're actually going to law school. And we just want to emphasize that our opinions don't reflect the school we attend. And also they don't reflect necessarily the opinions of our guests either. The opinions of our guests, their experiences, you're going to learn on the actual episodes during which they're interviewed. But anything else, where it's just Meg and I discussing, or even another guest coming on, just keep in mind that you know it doesn't necessarily reflect what they think.
0: Exactly. Something else too, and we're going to be sharing this in our in our short bio section. Both of us are Canadian. Both of us went to school in Canada. Both of us applied to and got into a Canadian school, a Canadian law school. And as a result very naturally most of our content is going to be quite canada centric that being said we would love to bring in american guests we would love to talk international news as well but that's a little bit you know if you're interested in demographic if you're interested in kind of the content that we'll be exploring that's important to know as well and- let's let's dive into it i think let's do a quick uh, bio and background this is like you know when um you're starting classes and you have to go around the circle and share a little bit about who you are Oh my gosh. (laughs) Let me start. So my name is Meg, Meg Zhang. I was born in China and my family, we immigrated to Canada um, very early, 99. Uh, We settled in Scarborough. We um, uh, settled in the Greater Toronto Area, went to school in York Region. I went to the University of Toronto St. George for undergrad, as well as Columbia University for my graduate studies. Outside of reading and writing and arguing, three things I love to do. I also love music. I love exercise. I love cooking, spending time outside, traveling. And I say this because one thing I really hope to bring to this podcast and talk about is about creating a sense of self that is inside of, but also beyond law school, beyond your profession, beyond your career. Um, I think it's something that's really, really important um, in, in creating a larger sense of self.
1: I agree with you, Meg. Um, I feel like a lot of the times when we're starting law school, because we put so much effort into it and because we're so excited about it, it's possible that we'll fall into that trap of everything that we ever discuss is going to be law. And that's the only thing we're going to be thinking about. But it's important that we remain ourselves and keep our, you know, other potentially hobbies that we had and just, you know, be a well-rounded person. It's going to help ultimately when you want to become a lawyer, uh, to not just, you know, have law as a part of your identity. So for me, my background is a bit different. Um, My name is Sarah Rosa. I didn't uh, mention that, but I was born in Quebec. I am a Francophone. Uh, So I basically lived in Montreal when I was uh, younger, but I spent most of my time in a little place called Gatineau that most of you probably don't know, but it's just across from Ottawa. So basically at the border between the Quebec and Ontario provinces. And so because of that, I actually went to university in Ottawa, both at Carleton and the University of Ottawa for my undergraduate degree. I did it in psychology and then I went to work full time. So I didn't have a linear university path, my... Uh, Basically, path to law school is a bit unconventional. I switched programs several times throughout my undergraduate degree. I switched universities, like I mentioned, because I attended two in Ottawa. And I also had to delay my studies. So I finished my undergraduate in five years rather than four years. And what I'm hoping is that my experience is going to potentially encourage some of you that have these similar unconventional paths uh, so that you know that you will be able to make it to law school and you don't necessarily have to know that you want to be a lawyer from high school. Uh, You can develop that passion later on and it's not going to
0: prevent you from getting there. I think that's wonderfully put, Sarah, and I think that's such a great kind of mindset um, simply because, you know, you might be super passionate in law right now. You might develop that kind of affinity. You might move on from that, and I think what's wonderful about this podcast and the guests we bring on and the to- the topics we cover is we're going to learn that law and going to law school and becoming a lawyer, it is both super, super important and pa- like passion-filled and fun and wonderful and also maybe not the biggest thing in the world too. I think we should talk a little bit about how the two of us know each other because you know you might be thinking you're like oh my god they have great chemistry maybe they've been friends forever. You would be wrong. (laughs) We've actually actually only known each other for a a couple of months recording this. Mm -hmm. Uh, How did we meet Sarah? Yes so we actually met at the open
1: house for the university that we are both going to be attending in August so Um, We both went there and it just so happened that I think we bonded partially because of the fact that we are both mature students, Mm -hmm. I guess you can say, because we're not going to law school directly out of undergrad. And so we saw a lot of similarities in each other and we just happened to click actually i went to over to meg's apartment after the <laughs> open house and we continued spending time together and we stayed in touch because we actually weren't residing
0: uh, in the same city at the time and voila here I we are know. and just a little uh, a little anecdote about exactly when we first met and i think this you know while we're doing our our, our bios this gives you listeners a really great insight into the types of personalities we have. Um, w- this was the the mock the mock lecture portion of the um, of the welcome day, and I'm looking for a place to sit. I see that in the first row, one of the only people that's sitting in the first row is Sarah, right in the middle. I think to myself, oh, this is going to be great. I- I'm going to sit next to her because I am also the type of person. First day of class to sit right in the middle in the front row. We started talking and we pretty much we've been hanging out after that. So I, I think that's something else that's so wonderful about doing this podcast too, is besides us individually developing our own interests and hopefully really enjoying law school, we can also use this as a point of entertainment as well and, and staying in touch. I think that's wonderful. Okay, our next part. What what brings us to law school? You know, what excites us most about law school, and you know, what kind of um, what kinds of law interests us in the moment? I should say that you know, perhaps unlike Sarah, um, who really developed a passion for law um, a little down the line, um, in high school I was one of those uh, very 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 obnoxious kids that you know said, oh, I gotta be part of model UN, I gotta be part of debate club. Uh, So I was part of high school mock trial and I was part of high school mock trial for all four years. And I was the captain of my team for two, the last two years. And we competed uh, both uh, regionally, right, in Ontario, as well as internationally, um, mainly in the States. This was very fun, but it was also very, very, very hard. And as a result, I got incredibly burnt out. I always tell people that, oh gosh... Honestly, undergrad and even my experiences in graduate school are probably not as intense as some of the stuff that I experienced in high school because of, because of my trial. Uh, so when I went to undergrad, I was like, I need to do something slightly different. I did literary studies, um, both at the University of Toronto as well as Columbia. I thought long and hard about going into academia and becoming a professor. But the the pandemic as well as being an international student, really showed me that, that I had other passions in mind and that I needed to, to be around people that shared that same kind of mindset. And ultimately, I realized that even though I experienced a lot of burnt out, a lot of burnout, the kinds of things that I love about mock trial and about literary studies, such as critical thinking, vast amounts of reading and writing, rhetoric, attention to detail. That That is that is something that can be very, very easily transferred. That being said, law school really promised to me a faster pace, more applicable uh, kind of practice. And, and that's something that really, really excited me. And as for areas of law that I'm interested in, very, very nothing concrete at all, which I'm excited about. This is the first time in my life where I'm going to go in without without plans A, B, C, D, E, F, G all laid out. And I think that's important. I'm fascinated by legal theory. I'm fascinated by constitutional law, fascinated by family law. um, But I'm very, very open to having my mind changed.
1: Yeah. See, I still, unfortunately, very type A, have that plan, five-year plan. I know which type of law I want to go into, or at least I think. But first, I want to start with how I actually developed that passion for law. So law was not on my radar throughout high school, was not even on my radar throughout my undergraduate degree. Actually, I started thinking about and wanting to become a lawyer after starting working full time. So I actually joined a private company uh, that's a network of higher education institutions across Canada, private schools. And I first started in student services because of course, I guess that would be the closest related to psychology. And I had had other positions in university before as a teaching assistant, an academic writing advisor. So just different things that um, showed my experience in dealing with other students. But what happened is I was actually unfortunately very bored in that role. And so I started trying to find other things to do around the campus. And I started finding a few issues, a few deficiencies, and brought them up to the leadership. And what happened is that they invited me to join the compliance team. And so by joining the compliance team, I actually started working alongside the company's legal legal team. And I was able to touch on several different types of law. So I got introduced to immigration law through fraudulent applications, unfortunately, that some students were submitting to our institutions to try to get in. I was introduced to employment law because of our employee contracts and our instructor contracts uh, that I had to go through and help approve. And then even uh, consumer protection when it comes to students' enrollment contracts and the refunds that we owe them and all that. And so that really, I would say, whet my appetite and made me want to learn more about the law. And that's what led me to eventually, you know, completing my LSAT and applying. I also um, was heavily involved through my work in the language sector. That probably doesn't come to much of a surprise just because I'm from Quebec and I'm technically a French minority. And so I worked on trying to increase access to services for French minorities in Anglophone provinces. So I was actually involved with uh, Languages Canada. And this is something that unfortunately is quite flagrant and that I've been able to discover and learn about throughout my work experience. But even um, my twin sister has told me about her experience in healthcare, care, um, working as a physiotherapist and working in the capital region, so in Ottawa, and how anyone coming from the Quebec side or coming from, you know, a francophone pocket has a very hard time accessing a healthcare worker that can actually speak to them in their native language. Uh, so that's also something that I'm quite interested in that I might kind of explore. But ultimately, um, because of my corporate experience, I'm planning on uh, going into corporate law.
0: I think what's wonderful is that, um, and I was thinking about this, I was thinking... I think it's great that I'm so interested in the legal theory and more, at the moment, more public-facing constitutional government-related law, whereas Sarah is more interested in the private, corporate, commercial side of things. I was thinking, man, we really, this is this is excellent, right? You know, you don't want you don't want two of the same interests in doing one podcast and one person doing a podcast. I, so I I think a lot about how lucky that is too. That you know, as as we continue this journey. I'm excited to see whether that's going to change, whether we're going to get more, you know, rooted in our in our current interests and what we can teach each other, too. I think that's going to be really exciting. Um, Did did we say what law school we're going to? Oh, I don't think we did. I don't think we (laughs) did. Sorry, everybody. We did not. um, For better or for worse. Um, No, we, we are going to the University of Toronto Law and very, very, very excited. Um, The University of Toronto is such a great school. um, And so far, the experiences we've had, uh, even during the summer have been promising. Exactly.
1: And we don't want to diminish, of course, any other law school, there are several other great law schools across Canada. And actually, Part of some future episodes that we have planned is that we actually want to introduce you to some of these schools and have students come in and share their experience to help you, you know, pick out which law school you want to go to if you're in that phase, if you're a, you know, law school hopeful. And because we know that there's a bunch of different factors that, you know, determine which law school we want to go to where we're currently living, potentially the ranking of the law school, potentially financial aid, scholarships, different things like that. And we want to help you guys have, you know, a real review, I guess, of the school, right? Because that's very difficult to get sometimes. Um, I mean, I tried, you know, when I was in my application phase, looking up online, different experiences of law school students. And I find that, um, it was either very difficult to find or very negative,
0: but anxiety exactly, ridden. Anxiety Yes.
1: But most law students I've talked to, at least because I have reached out to um, a few, you know, throughout my my process, it's actually quite positive what I get from them. So I feel like what we're finding right now, unfortunately, on the internet and what's accessible, is people who are you know very angry, wanting to share their experience, and their experience is valid, but. I don't want anyone that's very passionate to be deterred when there's a positive side to that
0: remains to be seen. Yes, and I think that really organically takes us into the last question that we're going to be answering in this episode, which is, you know, what excites us about this project, about making Beyond the Briefcase? I mean, what I'm really excited about is tracking our law school journey. I think this is such an excellent way, not only to share content with with our listeners and with you know people out there law school hopefuls people who are already in law school people who are finishing up law school but i think also it's a great way of documenting our our three-year experience i think it's going to be wonderful
1: i love that i feel like we're going to be able to look back on this even proof of the great memories right have something that we can look back on when maybe we're anxious and we're in our careers and you know see how far we've come and hopefully it's going to serve as a reminder of you know all of the hard work we've put into this and all of the positive that came with it yes
0: Ugh. listeners you can always expect these incredibly incredibly hopeful endings <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes exactly and one thing I'm also excited about in in this project, honestly, is to learn more about what a law degree can actually lead to, because we all have this expectation that you get your law degree, you immediately get licensed, you go work for a law firm or for the government for, you know, different positions like that. But reaching out to graduates and even, you know, having all of these guests lined up, I learned that the field is a lot broader than I expected. And you can do a lot with a law degree even without getting licensed and practicing as, you know, a lawyer. So hopefully that's something that we'll get to show you guys and explore with you and, you know, show that you can be a bit even unconventional in your career choices and have a great career coming out of law school.
0: But uh, what what can you expect in our next episode? What can you expect in the um, in the coming episodes and in the coming weeks of content? So what we're going to begin with, what we're going to begin with, uh, we're going to have a couple of podcast episodes that are just the two of us. We have a uh, quote roadmap into getting to law school um, series where we're going to talk about pre-law. We're going to talk about the LSAT. We're going to talk about the application process. So if you are interested in long term, short term as well as immediate next steps, please tune in for these next episodes. I think they're going to be really informative. I think they're going to be nice and fun, and we're going to be bringing you our um, experiences, which are which are you know quite unconventional. Uh, and with that, I mean let's let's bring this episode to a close. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, subscribe. Please share with your friends. We are just starting out, so any kind of sharing, any kind of publicity helps. Uh, check out our Instagram. Our account details are going to be, um, wh- what, what, what's our account? <laughs> what's our account name?
1: <laughs> so please have. check out our Instagram at Beyond the Briefcase Podcast. So should be pretty easy to find. Um. Basically, we're going to keep you up to date. You can keep in touch with us. You can send us DMs if you have any questions, Um, you know, potentially interact with some of the topics that we're going to be talking about. Some of them uh, might be more debate-like, and so we're going to want to know what you think and, you
0: know, what your opinion is as well. Yes, and with that, let's, let's bring this inaugural episode to a close. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you enjoy. We hope you enjoyed, and tune in. Bye!